Welcome back, all you fabricant of flashbacks, to the super, not funny show, Supercast. The Supercast, where we talk about all things superhero in our pop culture media. That's uh, video games, TV shows, movies. Uh, we talk about the news, do a little speculation, all that good nerdy stuff. I'm Mo De Poupay, your resident fabricant and comedy extraordinaire on all things pop culture, joined by the anime expert, video game designer, and lover of all things superhero, my good friend Lottie. Lottie, what's going on, man? Nothing much, man. Just been uh, just been uh, playing video games, watching TV, watching the uh, eighteen eighty three on a uh, uh, Paramount Plus. Great show, by Dude, the way. Dude, you are really. you are like really on Paramount Plus right now. They have got you. <laughs> you were, you were watching Mayor of Kingston. Are you gonna watch uh, uh, Tulsa King next? Yeah, I'm about to watch the yeah, yeah, man. I'm I have like. Paramount Plus has got me, man. They have, they sink their jaws into me. Now I'm just like on it all the time. Did you did you watch uh, Top Gun Maverick yet? Oh, loved it. Oh, <laughs> see, we can talk about that another time. That's <laughs> hey, yeah. Now I'm I'm on Paramount Plus a lot too. Good, it's a really good uh, service that most people actually should get on. So anyway, <laughs> uh, yeah, I've you know I've been uh, doing a few things. Like I started. For some stupid reason, I bought Ultra Street Fighter Four, so I, I started fooling around with that, because uh, reasons. Uh, and also, you know, obviously I went and saw Shazam 2, which somebody dropped the ball. Somebody dropped the ball like like a Florida State running back. Yeah, that's right. I came for you, dog. I came for you. <laughs> listen, <laughs> Hold listen. the ball. Petey, I knew, you're killing okay. me, Petey. <laughs> Listen, I there there was something that I was like, I should be doing something, but then my brother was like, "Hey, you want to watch like you want to watch Dragon Ball Z like movie marathon?" And I was just like, "Can't say no to my brother." So we sat down and watched Dragon Ball Z movies like all day, just reminiscing of our childhood. Then, like after he left, I was like, "What?" <laughs> see pd you're killing me yeah god man you're making me call you're making me uh quote remember the titans so this week we will not be reviewing shazam 2 because only one of us seen it but we will be doing it next week because the other person is going to get their act together so yes. <laughs> uh anyway so but dude we got a I got a ton of stuff to talk about. What the hell is going on with in superhero news like this week? So much junk is going on. And plus, we had a couple. I think we got a thing or two that we didn't talk about previously because I, I for just forgot about it. So, <clears throat> um, so all this is just going to be all news this, this weekend. Uh, so, we're going to be talking about, among other things, uh, James Gunn puts to rest uh, some speculation or accusations about uh, favoritism in casting for the DCEU. Uh, we're going to report, we're going to have to call the police and report a robbery uh, at the Oscars uh, for a, a certain a certain Marvel actor uh, got robbed. Uh, we talk about the unfortunate passing of Lance Reddick. Um, we're also going to be talking about Shazam 2, 
no not the movie itself but like actually the box office and uh, a couple of other uh you know things about gal gadot and the rock that are related to the to the shazam 2 movie uh ben affleck uh <laughs> doesn't want to direct for dc and we're gonna see why and then big news coming out of marvel studios uh victoria alonso one of the executive vice presidents uh, abruptly exits the studio what's going on there so lottie this i don't know if you notice there's some real spicy shit on on the menu today so <laughs> you know yeah let's you ready to go or you ready to get dig into this yeah i'm ready to go let's go all right <clears throat> so um this just a real quick thing um lottie i'm just i'm just gonna let you i'm gonna let you know uh amelia harcourt is showing up like all over the dc movies you remember you remember we uh we just saw her in uh in uh what what was it uh uh black adam right so she's kind of you know jennifer holland that's james gunn uh, she and james gunn were dating for a while they just got married last summer i believe and so uh someone kind of added him on twitter and was like oh that's real good like nepotism you're just you're putting your wife in everything right Mm-hmm. And so James Gunn doesn't just, you know, he doesn't let people throw shade. So he's, you know, he got on there, was just like trying to set the record straight that, that he only ever, he, he said he only ever cast her in one thing. And that was um, one movie that is, and that was uh, the Suicide Squad, uh, which is where we, you know, <clears throat> we all remember, you know, she had a kind of a, an important role towards the end of the movie. But then we next saw her come up in Peacemaker, uh, which, of course, James Gunn also uh, wrote, created, directed, etc. Uh, but like I said, she showed up in Black Adam. Um, and now, so Lottie, she shows up in Black Adam. Now, knowing the timeline and everything, does that sound reasonable that he's the one that's casting her in all these movies? I mean... <sighs> I mean, it's here's the thing that it's I don't I don't get what they mean by even if here's the thing, man. Honestly, who cares? Who well, cares? Well, this guy cares because he's like, this is nepotism. You're just put you're just shoving her into everything. Which, by the way, let let's be clear about something. Shazam Two was finished filming a year ago. They filmed that a year ago, right? Remember what James Gunn and Peter Safran took over DC Studios in November? Yeah. Right? So this, my understanding is that the picture was locked. When they say picture locked, that means they are doing nothing else to it. My understanding it was picture locked before November of last year. So how could James Gunn have cast her? Uh, you know, cat. What? And I guess I'm letting the cat out of the bag, but you know, you should have seen the movie by now. <laughs> it, she's in a post-credit scene in Shazam, right? Mm-hmm. So, it, so it was it was picture locked a year before he became on, and obviously he wasn't in charge of DC when Black Adam was filmed, right? Because if yeah. he had, I think some other shit would have happened, like that we're gonna talk about later on when we're talking about Shazam too. So this, I'm like. 
So that the people think he really had that kind of Mandela effect. Apparently, that's what's going on. The James Gunn Mandela effect that somehow he retroactively, before he was in charge, made pivotal decisions. Next thing you know, the Snyder bros are going to swear that he's the reason why, uh, you know, why uh, Zack Snyder got fired or, or they never moved on with the Snyderverse. It's crazy. Um, anyway, Vladdy, like, make some sense. Make that make sense, please. I mean, here's the thing. I mean, she's a great she. She's a great act. She's a great actress. Let's just be honest. She did a great job as hardcore, and she's part of um the thing that uh, Amanda Waller has. So she's she's pretty much DC's. Um, what's it called? A uh, Black Widow. Of course, she's going to be in a bunch of stuff. I mean, this is all. This is is that the 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 Snyder the Snyder stands are just they just want to be mad about something and mm. get and want to say something. By the way, there's I, I was watching Preach. a very funny video about the Snyder. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I'm just gonna say Zack Snyder, you're. F- you're messed up playing these Snyder stance feelings just so they could go to your Snyder call. That is fucked up. That is fucked up. Yeah, I, you know, I, I, I had not intended to talk about that, but yes, he, he was doing cryptics. And I'm like, you know what? You see, you, you going to bite the, the bear is going to turn around and bite you. you. He's sitting up there riding on this tiger. They're going to turn around and bite you, you know? <clears throat> yeah, yeah, I remember that. I saw that, and I was like, "Man, how many times can you fools get fooled? How many times can y'all fall for this bullshit? Like that? It's clearly the Snyderverse is not being restored. Netflix is not buying it. They're not licensing it out. None of this shit is real. But I swear to God, this man—he just posts a picture of Batman, and suddenly, like, oh shit, Snyderverse is coming back. No, <laughs> it's not. It's not. Like, stop." <laughs> Just no, some can can someone intervene with these people because they're having a psychotic break. Like like no reality whatsoever. You know what? You know how how dead the Snyderverse is. It's so dead that the Flash can't even cross dimensions and find a place where the Snyderverse exists in the movies. There is no place in the in the multiverse where the Snyderverse is. It's it's dead. Like it's dead. Please accept that. Just like move on. Anyway, <laughs> you can't keep us down forever. It's like, we uh, oh, the Snyderverse yeah. will rise again. Yeah, he's. I'm like, Jay, they. Oh God, they, I'm just like Zack Snyder for the rest of his life. He's gonna be 85 in retirement, and he'll just post like, "Hey, I thought of Batman today." Snyderverse is back. These like 65 year old dudes. Are gonna just be they come come out of retirement like I heard I heard Zack Snyder said something about Batman I'm like God, ugh, just stop. Anyway, anyway, uh, James Gunn said bullshit. That's what that that was the point of this. <laughs> so he said bullshit, and I believe him because like seriously, why the hell would I believe some rando on the internet? Uh, says the rando on the internet. Uh, so anyway, uh. <laughs> Moving on, Lottie, I don't like, I don't want to be called a snitch or anything, but I think we need to call the cops. We need to call the cops because there's been, 
a, a grave miscarriage of justice. There's been a robbery at the Oscars, and no one is no one's really talking about it. Uh, but I think we need to I think we need to arrest the the Oscar voters because they straight stole the the best uh, supporting actress uh, you know award from uh, from Angela Bassett. Like, I, I mean, we hadn't talked about this, and I, I meant to, and I just got caught up in some other stuff last week. But, like, highway robbery is what I call it. And and everyone's talking about how Angela Bassett didn't handle the, the shock of losing with Grace. And I say fuck them because I, as much as I liked everywhere all every, everything everywhere all at once and everything, Jamie Lee Curtis did not deserve that Best Supporting Act. Not to, in my eyes. Her her performance was not better, and I I saw both, you know I've seen both. I don't know if you have you seen everything everywhere all at once. No. Okay. So I haven't seen it. I'm just just take my word for it. Just assume that I'm right that that I have good taste and I know what I'm talking about. When I say that Angela Bassett was better in her performance as Queen Ramonda, than jamie lee curtis was in that whole movie and so i'm not saying i was i was pissed i was just like here we go again you know of course they they gonna rob or rob the sister who who should have gotten the win but it's what's even you know what's even worse about it you know that that happened she got nominated everything but you hear all of this anonymous crap from oscar voters talking about why they don't want to you know, nominate. Uh, they don't want to nominate uh, Viola Davis. They don't want to. They didn't see the movie for the Woman King, but they decided that if obviously it wasn't good enough to be nominated. So there's, look, should I should I pull the race card and be like, this is some bullshit? I don't think that this is necessarily a race situation so much as a let's get Jamie Lee Curtis her for her Oscar because she's been working so hard and like. You know, Angela Bassett already has an Oscar for something else. So it doesn't matter who actually did the best thing. It was who had the best story, you know, for their for their Oscar win. And also there was a kind of a tidal wave for everything everywhere all at once, too. So she was, you know, part of it. But I like I'm not, I'm telling you, I call bullshit like that's that was robbery and she should have won. So Lottie. I know you haven't seen everything everywhere all at once, but knowing what you know about how, you know, Angela Bassett did in Black Panther Wakanda forever. How do you feel about her not winning? I mean, this is, I'm going to just say it's, it's not, I don't think it's, it's nothing to do with it. It's just superhero movies are still just, never when it comes to anything superhero or comic book the oscars are just not going to take it seriously you know it's just the way at least, it at is, least not man. act at least not acting like <clears throat> for technical stuff sure maybe for screenplay because logan got the screenplay thing yeah yeah like uh, stuff like that like it like the shooting and like shooting like the shots and all that stuff but acting it's like in video games like it's not until like recently that like action games have been winning like 
game of the year and stuff like that. Before it was like these like walking simulators. This is game of the year. How the heck is this boring ass game? No one played is game of the year. It's like the same thing. Usually the movies that you see get all the rewards in the Oscars are like these Sundance or like IDW or small, you know, like these small little indie movies and all that stuff. Those are the like what was that movie? Um the uh you know, like the drumming movie, like you know, all these yeah. different movies that are like not big time budgets. Those are the movies that are gonna win the Oscars. That's how they're just snobby like that, you know what I mean? And I it's unfortunate. Uh but I will just say um if i was to talk to angela bassett i'll just say take heart don't feel like don't feel down about what happened take heart because we all know you should have won you know and she like i said she should take heart she shouldn't feel bad about not winning she did an amazing job i mean i know she will love to have the uh the recognition for it, but hey, she's just figuring out. Hey, man, you're you're in a comic book thing. They're just gonna be like comic book. Look, how we won't give you an award for that. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's it's good that everything everywhere all at once got so many wins because it is. It. I mean, if you slap on some capes, it's very comic booky. Um, but it's like super surreal and all. It's a good movie. I'm not. I'm not taking away anything away from it. I just don't feel like this is a correct decision. <clears throat> I mean, I know it's all. You know, it, it's all subjective. Whatever, whatever. But still, seriously, like I could. I don't remember the name of that character that she played. And she was go. Actually, honestly, I would say two people got robbed. Not just Angela Bassett, but Stephanie Shu, who who was. I'm think I'm saying her name right. Who was who played? Uh, she was one of the main. She was the main villain and the, one of the main characters in this, in the story, and was on. It was really part of the, the movie much more than Jamie Lee Curtis's character, but she she lost, and and I think she was better than Jamie Lee Curtis was. So like, this was really was just about rewarding a, a actor that's been around a long time as opposed to necessarily giving the best, uh, you know, the best person the win. So anyway, that's just my opinion. But like, I, I feel like, man, come on. We, it almost happened, you know, and maybe for a while before another uh, MCU character is close to that, you know, that, that height. So anyway, uh, we just say, you know, she did a great job and hopefully we'll get him next time. Yeah. Um. So it's time to talk about something sad, I guess. You know, very unfortunate and very unexpected. The other day, uh, when I was at work, I got a text from from uh, Jen to say that Lance Reddick passed away, and I was su- so surprised. First of all, he was not. He did not. Was well, not old. I think he was like sixty. He's a. He's sixty. Yeah. I follow him on Twitter. And just he just posts. I shoot. He literally posted like a day or a day before he passed away. 
and, you know, he, he apparently, you know, he voiced a character in Destiny, played Destiny a, a bit. You know, he, he'll post videos of himself and his dog or whatever. Like, you get what I'm saying? No indication whatsoever that anything was going on, right? And to all my understanding, I haven't looked too deep into it, but apparently died of natural causes. So maybe he was ill and just like he didn't know it was more serious. I don't know. But he was found at his, you know, uh, he was found dead at his, uh, at his home in in Los Angeles, and was supposed to be on. I don't know if you knew this. He was supposed to be on the press tour for John Wick Four, because that's you know it's coming out this week. So this is crazy, unexpected, out of the blue, like, and what a blow! What a dude, this dude's fucking awesome. This dude was awesome. Yeah. Like yeah. when he showed up and stuff, you knew like that guy, not only was he bringing, he had like, there's just an aura of like competent skill. You know, he could intimidate, you know, he had a, st- he had just this look such a like, just like a great looking guy could act, could really, you know, he played the hell out of, out of his roles. Like, and he could be funny too. Like it's, this dude like I hate th- I hate this, and and you know, you might be like, well, what did he do superhero related? Why are you talking about this? Well, I mean, I didn't even know this, but he, you know, he was a voice actor. Well, he did a bunch of voice acting, not just for for video games and stuff, but he was Falcon and um, Earth Avengers uh, Earth Mightiest Heroes. He was he's gonna be the voice of Hellboy in an upcoming that Hellboy game that we saw the the. Uh, trailer for last year he's the hellboy mm-hmm. in this he also in the batman unburied podca- podcast he played thomas wayne uh very well i might add and he was also the voice of uh razal ghoul and i can't even remember what the, what that was in uh it was in a bat there was a it was a batman show so he's done superhero stuff i'm surprised he hasn't been in an actual superhero movie or tv show and like just all sorts of stuff, just but anyway, uh, Lottie, you heard about this uh, this unfortunate and untimely passing. What do you th- what do you think? Man, it hit me. I ain't gonna lie, like because I'm really into video games, and he did like he was like the voice of so many characters. He was the voice of Silas and her. Uh, horizon zero dawn he i can just go down the list you know recently he's 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 the big bad in in vox machina a show that me and you yep. really enjoy and it's just and, and I, man you know, most people don't really want to give credit for it but i like the show the resident evil show they canceled after one season i actually really like that show and i thought he was good in it but anyway yeah but yeah he, so he's so you know him very you know his voice very well Oh yeah, yeah. His voice is his voice is like very, very easy, like easy to pick up, and it's it's going to be tough because like this this really like this is not this is one of those this is like a death that I don't think like some people are like oh you know that's sad and all that stuff. Some people don't see how how far spread or like how much how this death is going to affect. The, the the comic book world. I mean, because here's the thing: Sony 
one of the things that Sony's really good at when it comes to their, you know, the PlayStation, their PlayStation game is mocap. Mm-hmm. The, the character of Silas is mocapped to him. They're going to have to completely redesign Silas now. They just can't just change his voice because it's mocap to him. Because now with the way they're doing things, the character has to look like the the voice actor now. Yeah. So it's you know what I mean. There's a lot of things that some people are not really. And man, man, he was such a good actor. So it, it is his his just little part in um in uh, John Wick. You know, we always oh, yeah. thought, man, this guy, this guy running this hotel, he got to be the front desk guy. He's man, yeah. it's something. I was like, <laughs> this man looks dangerous. We've never seen it. I think we only saw when he then he was shotgunning those, you know, those people that were rolling up into the uh, into the hotel. You know, that's mm-hmm. all we've ever seen. But yeah, like it's it's just hard. It's hard to. It's hard to underscore like we he's been in and out of our lives, you know, our pop culture lives constantly. And every time, like literally every time I see him show up, I was like, oh, it's it's all, it's, you know, it's homeboy from, you know, it's Lance Reddick. Like, oh, man, that's that's my dog right there. It's just something about him. You just love to see him. He's he he cuts such a, you know, a striking figure when you see him in anything, you know. Mm-hmm. Much less, and that voice, his voice is distinctive. You know his voice when you hear it. He's one of those people when you hear him talk, you know who that is. So it's this is, I mean, this is a big, this is a big blow. At least for for, for nerd, nerdy stuff like we're into. I mean, it's it's hard to underscore like how, you know, as you said, how widespread he was. So, <clears throat> but we, you know, we're just gonna remember he gave us the great things, uh, and so I'm going, I'm gonna take that as some comfort we have great things that we're going to continue to be able to listen to and see mm-hmm. you know for years and years to come and like he uh, you know i hope he feel you know he had a life well lived um and we that's all we can say and just it's unfortunate and you know condolences to the family and uh we'll remember lance reddick so uh moving on from that you know sad topic let's Talk about something a little more lighthearted. Lottie, this is real quick. Uh, this is a rumor speculation thing that I saw in the direct, and I thought this would be fun. Six upcoming Disney Plus specials rumored to be in development. Did did you get you gotta look at this list? I'm like, if any if one of these things happens, I'm just gonna be I'm gonna be over the moon. Uh I think the kids say that now, don't they? Over the moon. Am mm-hmm. I? <laughs> I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm going to be geeked about this. Um, I'm gonna pop off, as the kids say. Um, so we're, we'll go down the list <clears throat> and give give me your on a uh, scale of one to ten. What's your what what would you be your excitement level for it for these? Okay. The century and and before let's let me go with this that we don't know who's going to be the century but there's this remember that there's the rumor about steve ewan maybe being him so the century on a scale of one to ten i am actually if i'm going to give it i'll say about a nine because whew, the century is is a really he's a really big part of 
DC, uh, not DC, Marvel. I'm thinking of Superman. But uh, yeah, the Century, man, I will love, love to see the Century in what we're in 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 the MCU. I mean, if they get any of like the Superman fights for Man of Steel with the Century, I might lose my mind. Yeah, and also like because you know the Century. With the century comes the void, and that we're talking about one of those Marvel special presentations, right? So it's mm-hmm. not just it's not going to be a TV show. It's going to be like an hour, an hour fifteen thing, and like literally his his story is perfect for that because you don't have to show you know his his story is literally I'm a guy that's basically Superman, and at some point, you know I and I have this arch nemesis that could destroy the world and or create you know reality and i gotta keep him in check but i can't keep him in check if i keep superheroing and even though i did all this superhero stuff with all of these people i need to disappear so dr strange disappears me and now i'm just kind of like living and i'm trying to forget about it but you know that's literally you could tell that in an hour right you could you could do all that oh you know i've i've was running with the Hulk and I was fighting with Dr. Strange and that I was an Avenger, but they, I made them forget me. And you know why? Because Spider-Man literally tried to do that. And that's literally what happened to Spider-Man. So if if Dr. Strange has done it once, if he did it for Spider-Man, he's probably done it before. So like that's for me, that's a 10. Like I'll forget all these other ones. And I might change my mind when I see them, but forget all these other ones, make the century, especially because we hear he might be in Thunderbolts. So, I mean, come on, make it happen. Number two, silver surfer. Lottie one on a scale of one to 10. I will say silver surfer is a seven. And I'll say the reason why I'm, I'll say I'm excited for Silver Surfer because if you're adding Silver Surfer, that means you're going to add the Planet Destroyer, um, Galactus. And I really, w- I really wanted that. What I really wanted Marvel to do in this phase, actually, I wanted them to go more into the Celestials. But I understand why they probably didn't want to do the Celestials this uh, round, but I would love to see the Silver Surfer in MCU. That will probably also mean the Fantastic Four are not that far away. Just There's a lot of stuff that comes with the Silver Surfer just being in this, right? and I would love to see it. <clears throat> I'm going to go more of a six, uh, mainly because... You're right. With, with without Galactus, there's you know what's the Silver Surfer up to? Even though they could do the part where Silver Silver Surfer has, you know, stopped being a herald of Galactus, and he's kind of just like traveling the byways, and he's he's sort of like you know Kung Fu or whatever, where he's just traveling, you know, just a traveling guy that runs into people that need help. So they could definitely do that. They did a, like just basically an episode of that TV show that we're never gonna get. They could do that in an hour, but if you have to actually bring Galactus in, that's a that's a bigger ask, and it needs a movie. If I would be actually really fucking annoyed if they brought Galactus in just for a, a TV special, like don't don't do that. He needs to be on the big screen or not at all. 
So <clears throat> I think um, I think I'd be fine. Like like I said, uh, six out of ten. It w- I will be interested uh, to see it. Uh, number three, this will be fun. Mephisto, rumored to be possibly showing up in the Agatha Chao- uh, Coven of Chaos show, which probably won't be out until next year. So everyone's been talking about everything that happens is Mephisto. It's really Mephisto. That's really Mephisto, you know, over and over again for the last two years. So they could finally put this to rest and put Mephisto on, on the screen. Lottie, uh, out of 10, what do you, what do you think? If I, I'll say probably a six and I'll say it's just, because Mephisto, he's supposed to be. I know who Mephisto is, but it's like, is Marvel doing this now, or is this like something that's going to be down the line? Like, if their main focus was to start a, like a semi universe on the side with like Moon Knight, probably Blade, and all that stuff, but it's like, I feel like that is so far in the future that i don't think or even like i won't say far in the future but i feel like it's more down the line that i can't really get too excited for it so i'll give it about a six yeah no i i'm even less than that i'm more like a four like i don't i don't see the point of giving a villain their own special if that you know that there's so many heroes or you know, anti-heroes or whatever. Hell, I'd rather the Punisher got his own special series, um, because like Mephisto, he's a bad guy. He he literally is more there to you know be a foil for the good guy than to be a person you need to look into. He's the fucking devil. There you go. That that's it. Do you need to spend an hour talking about that? Like yeah. for, for real. Um, <clears throat> now. <clears throat> uh, Supposedly, Sasha Baron Cohen is going to be him. I don't know. Um, but I don't I don't see even with Sasha Baron Cohen, who is really good. He's a good actor. I still don't see how you even waste your time making a, a, a special about that. But, you know, what do I know? I don't write any of this stuff. I would watch it. I'm just like, I'm not excited for it. Uh, number four, a man thing who made his MCU debut in the Werewolf by Night special from uh, last Halloween. Lottie, I thought he was pretty cool. You think he should carry his own little, uh, you know, one-hour special? Or and out of ten, what do you what do you think of it? Come on, man thing? Yeah. Mm. Man thing... I don't know. I will I will give it like a five or a four because we kinda already saw him in his own special. Like if you're gonna do your own special like a horror special, I would like them to do somebody that something that we haven't even seen yet. You know you see you get what I'm saying? Like yeah. we already seen Man Thing. If Man Thing is gonna appear again, he should just be like in the story, not like the main thing because we've already seen him you know yeah well i mean i'm more of a seven out of ten because what man thing represents not he's not just marvel swamp thing 
but he also represents yet another way into the multiverse which you know are they going to try to do that you know leading up to the kang dynasty and uh you know secret wars i'm not sure but i know for i know for certain that uh man thing one of his things in the comics is he's the he's the guardian of the nexus of all realities which is a swamp in florida that essentially is a place where if you walk into it you can end up in in another you know place in the multiverse so if you put that aspect of it into it that will be an interesting one hour thing to show how he becomes you know self-appointed or you know appointed by somebody to guard you know the nexus of all realities i think that would be Mm -hmm. really cool uh number five a uh, Ghost Rider, uh, Lottie. I mean, we've seen Ghost Rider in uh, Agents of Shield, but he has yet to make his appearance in the MCU. Um, so what? Out of a out of ten, well, how you know? How much would you like to see this? Ghost Rider. Ghost Rider is a solid, solid. Eight out of ten. I want to see Ghost Rider again. I want to see that penance there. And oh love. I, I would love to see Ghost Rider talking shit to Conchu. You know what I mean? <laughs> like I just or Conchu talking shit to Ghost Rider. Like Conchu's like like um damn I forgot the characters' names already. Um Is it Mark? Yeah. Mark's yeah, Mark is like Marcus. Mark's Mark is like, who the hell is that? And Conchu is like, uh oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh oh. <laughs> I will say, I think for me, it's it's about eight, eight or nine. I think I'll say eight out of ten. Um, <clears throat> I think he was cool, but not cool enough in Agents of Shield, and I think that they could really take it to the next level. Uh, with the with the Marvel Studios, uh, and getting him into the MCU, and also this will this between this Werewolf by Night, uh, maybe Man Thing, these will be the stepping stones to the the mystical side of the, of the MCU, um, and this would also be a good place for Mephisto to show up, right? Mm-hmm. This will be forget him Mephisto having his own thing. This will be the perfect place to have him show up and and show that he and uh, you know, he and uh, Ghost Rider go at it all the time. You know, they're constantly at each other. So I think that would be really cool. And also, I mean, dang it, Flaming Skull with a motorcycle with flame tires. I mean, gee, if you don't find that interesting, I don't think you're doing the right. You're not watching the right shit, apparently. You need to go watch something else. So uh, finally, number six, Nova, which is a character we've been hearing rumored for a couple years now, was getting the mcu treatment no news about him no movement nothing it's just a rumor but maybe they are they're thinking instead of a tv show or a movie we'll do this little thing and introduce him uh and actually redeem the nova Corps because the nova Corps and i'm sorry to say it one of the things that james gunn did not do right was the fucking nova Corps. right he's he he nerfed and screwed them over, so I'll be happy to see them actually get this shit right uh, with old Buckethead here. Uh, Lottie, out of out of ten, what do you think? 
I will give it about fucking time out of 10. <laughs> I mean, damn. One of the biggest, like, I feel disappointments. I won't say biggest. One of my disappointments of Endgame was the lack. I thought, I swore, man, I was like, Nova is going to show up in this movie. Like, you couldn't tell me anything different. I was like, this is the movie. Nova shows up. And I really think Nova was supposed to be the one that was supposed to punch through the ship. That'd have been dope. (laughs) I think because it was perfect. A five-year gap. It was perfect. Like, it literally, like, made sense for this is the movie that Nova shows up. Like, he was just a teenager. And there's a five... He's the... You know what I mean? The five-year gap. He's the one who punched through the ship. You know what I mean? It's just like... Oh, I really, really, I and there was rumors that they wanted to put him in the movie, but they cut him. And I'm just like, why? And it's just, it's about like, in in my opinion, it, I don't even. There's no rating. It's just, it's about damn time. Nova <laughs> should have been in the MCU years ago because it it just made sense. Yeah, I would when they said then, and for Guardians too, they're like, yeah, we're gonna have the Nova Core. I was like, Sh- I was like, shit, this is gonna be dope. Can't wait. All the bucket heads flying around, going. And I was like, wait a minute, are these, are these motherfuckers in play? Are they in spaceships? Wait a minute, exactly. where are the bucket heads? Where are the people shoot? Where are the people with with their legs looking like rocket exhaust? What the? F- I was so, I'm like I said, I love James Gunn. I loved Guardians movies, but man, that was a part that I did. I was like, what the fuck is this? So. I, I will say 10 out of 10 because I just want him to, I want it to be redeemed. Show Nova properly. Let's, you know, let's get this, let's get it. Let's make it happen. I don't even care if it's, it's a special, make a fucking movie, whatever. We need him and the cosmic side, especially because the guardians are about to disappear or whatever they're about to do. So, um, I don't know. Those are rumored things. We'll see. We'll, we'll keep you guys up to date when we find out more about these, hopefully good news on that, that front. All right, so it's time to talk about the one of the big elephants in the room. There's, there's actually, you know what? Before we go to that, let's talk about this one real quick thing. Um, Lottie, Ben Affleck said, "Man, fuck DC." Not well, he didn't. He didn't say that. <laughs> he said that he's not interested in directing a DC thing, and like he's like, "Good luck to James Gunn," and he's cool and everything like that. And I, I wish him and Peter Safran all the luck, but I just don't want to be. You know, I don't. I really don't want to be involved in the new DC going forward. Lottie, I swear. Now I read this and I was like, he's like, okay, it, it just sounds like that's not his jam. Like the way what they're up to over there is not his jam. He's not. He's like, no, I'll, I just no thanks. But you would have swore he said, man, fuck DC, fuck James mm-hmm. Gunn, fuck Peter Safran, fuck everybody except Zack Snyder, who is the best thing ever in the world forever and ever so saith the Snyder stands and other people that are trying to fucking stoke shit Lottie I don't know did you how much did you hear about this last week or this week how much did I hear about it yeah <laughs> man, man when I heard this I was just like man 
he might be a little salty about Henry Cavill <laughs> and him not being in the DC because I I know he actually liked being Batman. You know, it's just mm. it, it's like imagine if they tell you like, hey, uh, you're not gonna make the team, but hey, can you be a trainer? No, <laughs> like fuck, no. <laughs> I mean, so I I honestly. I, I think I, I get where he's coming from. He's just like, yeah, you just like there. I've heard their pitch and everything like that. And that's just, this not, it doesn't sound like something I want to do and move on. But again, it, the way people have reported it is just like, like he just like wa- walked up to James Gunn and pulled on his beard hair and slapped him upside the head and said, fuck your movies. And I'm just like, I'm pretty sure that's not the way that worked. Like Ben Affleck's, He's a he's a big guy in the industry. He's not he can't Tom Cruise somebody, you know. He can't he just can't. Yeah. Uh so I I don't believe that negative output, but it is I'll tell you what, I'm disappointed. Not and not in him because you know, he's a director, he's a creator, he wants to do what he wants to do and you know, he's got his own interests, so it's not in him. I'm just disappointed that maybe James Gunn and Peter Safran couldn't either pitch or sell him more on, you know, becoming a part of the DC universe going forward. Like very like that's to me, especially in the way it's kind of like been reported, it makes Gunn and Saffron seem like they maybe don't have, you know, that maybe they can't schmooze the way we need them to to get like top notch directors. I don't I don't know. Am I am I reading that wrong? I will say they definitely read the room wrong with him. I can that that we could say is not an over exaggeration. They thought that they can just walk up to uh, Ben Affleck and be like, "Hey, you know, you work on this stuff," and he's like, "Nah, bro, I'm good." And they're probably like, "God, oh, come on!" And then he's like, "He said hard pass." <laughs> hard and he's they're like oh come on (laughs) he's like if they could have landed him and got him a project that he could really like get you know get really behind and be enthusiastic about talk about a feather in their cap like that they took one of the snyder bros you know favorite guys and converted him to the new dc universe that'd have been pretty big so i don't know i it makes me feel like what's really going on behind the scenes, but you know, we're, it's too early in the it's too early in the process to be, you know, concerned or you know, really optimistic because they literally are at the beginning, you know, and they're still trying to get out their last of the DC uh, EU stuff. Yeah. So I I don't know. It's a little concerning, but you know, it's just one guy. So we'll I guess we'll see. We'll see what. Uh, what unfolds uh, going forward from there. So now let's really talk about the the big elephant in the room, the one of the two big elephants that we have in the room, <clears throat> and that's Shazam 2. Lottie, you didn't see it. It's fine if you didn't see it. <clears throat> I just my, my couple-sentence reaction to it, I thought it was cool. I liked it. I had, a, I had fun. I think the middle section dragged. But it had a it had a really good first act and a really good 
uh, second act. Good cameos, fun stuff. Um, so I liked it overall. That's so. There you go. There's my review. Um, <laughs> uh, but whether or not I liked it has no reflection at all on the box office. And Lottie, I'm sure you've heard that shit tanked. <laughs> yeah. I it's it like and it makes me sad. It literally makes me it makes me very very sad because it doesn't deserve it. Uh, it doesn't deserve the thirty million. And I think I feel like we talked about it before about like the potential box office, why it probably won't do well, right? And I feel like you were well, you and I are pretty much we hit the things right, like. The first one wasn't that big, and this one is smaller than the first one. And I mean, I mean, what else? What can I say? It made thirty million dollars in its opening weekend, and it, I don't even think it's broken a hundred million as of today. I mean, maybe by tomorrow they'll say it has. I don't think it has broken a hundred million worldwide yet, Lottie. I mean, what else? What can we say about this? I, and listen, I'm. I don't want to like make this like a told you so thing, but listen, I like. I know quite a few people that told me they're not watching this movie, and I'm. And this was, I asked just random people. They're like, "Why? It doesn't matter. It's, you know what I mean. They I, know I, it's." I, I, a, I fucking hate that attitude. Like, just watch a movie to just be entered. What happened to being entertained by a movie on its own? Like that—that that kills me. Why? You know what I'm saying? Like, I've—I've I've watched TV shows that got that I knew were getting canceled, and I was like, well, let me just see what they were doing. You know? What is that? What the hell? What's that attitude of? If it's not connected to some other shit, why am I even bothering? Because you want to see a fucking movie that's cool. That's why. Like, it's weird to me. Well, I won't... Actually, I don't blame them. And I say the reason why I don't, it's it's because Marvel and Marvel and DC did this. You know what I mean? They created a cinematic universe. And then on top of that, for some... Like, here's my thing. DC should have never... James Gunn and DC should have never came out with anything new. When I mean, talked about any of their new stuff. They should have just said, we're working on it, and we'll see how everything goes. It just kept everything quiet. But when they said, we're doing a whole new lineup, because that's the thing, that's, that is the problem. And when you say that you are doing a cinematic universe... When you are saying these movies connect, because here's the thing, I know what you're saying, but here's the thing that why I will give the other side. These companies are advertising for this. It's not like they're saying, oh, just watch these movies. If they connect, they connect. They're like, if you want to get what's going on, you have to see these movies. And now they're like, well... This movie's not going to be connected to this new universe, so you see what I'm saying? So it's like, what's the point of watching it? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's when you advertise a universe and then you say this is no longer part of the universe, 
it kills it. It's like what's what happened with um what's it called? Um Star Wars. When they said all of these Star Wars games are no longer canon, they tanked in sales. Don't do that. Don't do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you like as soon as they said, Oh, all these Star Wars games are no longer canon, they all tanked. The, the Star Wars video game franchise pretty much died then. Dumbest decision they ever made. Just shut up. Yeah. <clears throat> well, the good thing is that <laughs> Fallen uh, Jedi Fallen Order is canon, but yeah, that's what I'm saying. Uh, it's canon, so people want to play it. But why? But why say it? Just yeah. shut up. Yeah, <laughs> and I think, and I, I mean, another thing is that this this movie, um, yes, yeah, it's not connected. It's not. I don't think it's gonna blow anybody away. Like, like, oh my god, this is the best DC movie. It's not. Um, it's not doing too much. That's all that new or innovative. Like, I think we're getting to the point with superhero movies where new and innovative story shit is hard to come by. Like, it's just hard to get to because there's so much out there that's that's doing these things. So, it, I mean, it tells a story that it tells a superhero story and it, it you know, it, in some parts it's actually, you know, really quite good like and acting wise and like things that are happening in the story but there's an awful lot that happened in the movie that you can predict if you've seen another superhero movie uh it's not as bad about that as like say um morbius or or black adam and it's definitely better than black adam i will i will add not in in terms of action not really but like in terms of being a, a just a good movie it's it's better than black adam um, but it, I mean, it, it should do better, but it is a little more kid oriented. So I could see why. And again, the first one wasn't exactly gangbusters, you know, in terms of box office or even people that saw it. So this isn't a huge surprise, but it's still, this is a failure. Like I can, I can call it right now. It's not gonna make, it might, might make its budget back. It might. It's the budget. I think it's it's not 100. It was 125. It might uh, not make its budget. It might make its 2.5, maybe, in the long and run. And it doesn't. Deserve, it it's actually. And from what I heard from other people, they've all telling me it's a pretty. The people who have watched it, they said it's a pretty good movie. Yeah. Man, this is. Ugh. It's it's Man. just it's not. I don't want to say fair because that's not a good word to hear. But it's just it's unfortunate that people aren't going to give this a chance and it's not all because the movie is not connected it's also because people are their viewing habits are different now because of streaming and also they just announced that it's coming to streaming next month so they're going to kill all the rest of the box office by having it on vod right why yeah no because they see the they see the writing on the wall right now it's not going to make a ton at the box office you know it just isn't is he's not a well-known character. He hasn't been hyped up. He hasn't been enough. If I've, I'll tell you this much. Shazam 2 would have kicked ass at the box office if there had been another DCEU movie he could have showed up in. If he could have just showed up for something. You know? Hell, if he had showed his face in Aquaman, Right? Just like Aqu- just- if he had showed his face in Aquaman, if he had showed his face in which he couldn't in Wonder Woman eighty four, obviously, 
um, if he had showed his face in uh, The Suicide Squad, just his face for a cameo, so people know who the fuck he is, right? But there hasn't been a proper, good and proper, or a properly good DCEU movie in years. And I love The Suicide Squad. It tanked. We just admit it. It did not make its money like it should have. And if he showed up in no DCU movie since his last appearance, he's a non-entity in the DCU, which is why I think he could show up in the new James Gunn and Peter Safran DC universe. Because aside from some fucking cameos, he's not, he's a fucking non-entity, which, and by the way, let's talk about that. Really? Uh, let's move on from that. Hey, Remember we saw that Gal Gadot was going to be in Shazam 2 in the cameo, right? Yeah. Which, by the way, that cameo scene was awesome. I'm going to tell you, like, straight up, it's one of my favorite cameos. Uh, like, cameos for, of a hero from another movie in a, another hero's movie that I've seen. It's one of my favorites, period. And it's it actually meant something to the story, which was nice for a change. It wasn't just he just showed up and say, "Hey, I'm Wonder Woman." Bye. Uh, so all that being said, there was this idea going around that they deep faked. They they spent the money to deep fake Gal Gadot's face onto another actor's body, and so that that was a big thing. And then you know David F. Sandberg, who's the director, was like, "No, that's not that's not true." Uh, actually, we did. What happened was, she couldn't come to Atlanta to film, so she filmed her stuff separately, and we composited her into the scenes. And we had a stand-in, so we know where she was supposed to be. Uh, Lottie, I don't even understand why this is something anyone fucking cares about, but apparently people care about. Like, oh shit, they deep faked her. Why? Why would they do that? Which, and I can tell you, I could tell. No, she wasn't deep faked. There's a reason because there's a reason because it within the movie, uh, Wonder Woman seeing Wonder Woman when she shows up, I'm like, okay, that's definitely her. It's definitely her. No, that's not another actor's body. But there's a there's a scene earlier in the movie where you see her, you know, what you see her in a dream sequence, I guess, and it's definitely a different actor's body, and I can tell. So, Lottie. What's up with nerds and why do they give a fuck about shit like this? It's just boredom. <laughs> All that. They're I think they're ready bored. to shit on the movie, period. Like, it's crazy. Like, what? Why? Just. I mean, we all know they're deep fake. I mean, even if deep fake, whatever, it's it's CGI. I mean, yeah, that's what they pretty much do nowadays. Like, especially like this movie was probably shot during the pandemic. You know what I mean? It's like well, everything. Yeah, you know, say, like I was gonna say, huh? when you see it, you'll see what I'm talking about. But like, it's you know how expensive it is to deep fake shit like that, like to a movie quality. Why would anyone do that? I mean, my thing with deep, like the whole deep fake stuff, it's like whenever I hear people say, oh, they deep faked them, I'm like, what is, I'm like, guys, and what, 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 I'm like, okay, who cares if they deep faked her, if they deep faked her into the movie? I mean, it's, 
if you want if you don't if you want to see uh uh an actress or anything truly there in the movie go watch a damn drama don't watch a superhero movie i mean you're going to see cg every there's there some people some people in even in a fight scene might not even be in the same studio at the damn time yeah you know what i mean like if you if you want to see all of this go watch a drama you know then then and there that that actor is there you know what i mean yeah it's it's just it's weird nerds being weird on the internet like chill out that's it's movie magic what can we just let the movies fucking fool us like what is i'm trying to figure this out about our society right now why can't we just hey we go into these movies knowing that literally nothing in it's real so but that's what you hang up on that thing right there i just come on like get I think, have, just chill <laughs> i think every everybody's just because because cgi is such a big stigma right now with how like people are just talking about you know the cgi thing so it's anytime they see that something cgi they get like really caught up in it i mean i could i i somewhat understand the whole thing with cgi but at the same time i'm like I, I if you want if you came to watch a marvel movie and expect to see the actors and actresses there where they're supposed to be i don't know what the fuck you're doing <laughs> just yeah just stop that's what i'm saying just stop uh last bit related to shazam 2 this is to do with um uh, some behind the scenes shenanigans uh Apparently, well, remember I told you that, you know, uh, the Harcourt shows up in a post-credit scene. Well, it wasn't supposed to be Harcourt originally. In fact, supposed to be members of the Justice Society. Uh, you know, I, I would just presume Hawkman and maybe um, <clears throat> Hawkman and, uh, you know, what's her name? Uh, Tor- Green Red Tornado, Green Tornado, whatever. And or mm-hmm. no, Cyclone and whatever adam smasher i would presume that they were gonna but apparently the rock said hell no can't have my boys um and this is something to do i don't know i this is i've been hearing about this for some time that apparently the rock had like no respect for shazam like at all which is why we never saw him in the first you know the first shazam movie that came out before his Black Adam movie came out. And as we cited before, it's probably why Black Adam didn't do what it was supposed to, even though it cost a fucking arm and a leg, because no one fucking knew about him, and, like, he he should have showed up in the first Shazam. But apparently he just flexed his, he flexed his considerable biceps and made it so that they could not have the Justice Society and therefore, they had to resort to, you know, an alternative plan, uh, which is, like I said, to get Harcourt in there instead. So, Lottie, I mean, you hear this. What is it? I don't even... I, it's hard for me to to underscore how fucking petty and stupid that is. But to me, but I don't know. How do you feel about it? I mean, I, I, I still go by this. One of the main reasons that both uh shazam and what's it called failed is because 
The Rock didn't want him to be in the movie. I mean, I'm just calling it as it is. I love The Rock, but at the same time, uh, what's the what's the call is? It's Black Adam and Shazam are supposed to be together. Like it's like it's like Zod getting his own movie. Like it doesn't make any sense. So as much as I said, as much as I love The Rock, he he did he he fucked both of their movies by being stupid. Because Shazam should have been instead of Superman, it should have been Shazam. That should have been Shazam at the end of that movie. And uh it should have been it should have been uh and it would have probably did better that way actually if he would have if he would have gotten i just don't know man like it's it's just stupid like it is it's just plain stupid yeah it's like, just fucking up the whole fumbled the all the bag and then knocked the bag out of shazam's hand too like it's crazy like that's just bad bad move on the part of the rock if that's all legit and i and i've heard as i understand it, it seems like um <clears throat> zachary levi is kind of confirming that so oh whatever that's that sucks but that sucks for shazam too I, th- I think you're gonna like it and i think a lot of people are gonna be skipping out on it for uh, for bad well for seemingly good reason they're gonna miss out on a good movie so anyway we'll keep you all y'all up to date on uh shazam 2 and how it's faring at the box office <clears throat> Finally, and I know that we're running long today, but we got to talk about this. Big old bombshell over at Marvel Studios. Victoria Alonso, no longer at Marvel Studios. After 17 years uh, at the the studio, she was overseeing VFX, uh, physical production, post-production, etc., etc. One of uh, Kevin Feige's top lieutenants. Like, literally, she was an an executive producer on, like, a almost all of the most you know the last i want to say uh 10 years worth of movies well yeah 10 year movies in the last 10 years and um basically a big wig one of the movers and shakers makes decisions etc and abruptly as of last friday parted ways with the studio and this all comes in the wake of <clears throat> a couple things that's going on at at marvel well, at Disney too, they get Bob Iger. Bob Iger came back out of retirement to be uh, CEO of of Disney for a couple of years to get them back on track after say after Bob Chapek kind of fucked everything up. Um, and you know more creative control going back to the creators and away from the suits, you know the the uh, the executives and Marvel kind of regrouping pausing you know delaying kind of getting their shit back together so that you know the quality control is back in in play and this seems to be part of that move because as i I said something very important she was over in charge of vfx and and physical production right and Uh what's the one of the biggest problems for as a view, as a consumer of the movies, and as uh, people who are creating the movies, what's one of the biggest problems? 
Marvel's been having. There's the VFX, the overwork, the overreach, too much going on, you know, too much demand and demand. And people have been noticing it in the VFX for movies over the last couple of years. All right. So, all you know, all of that being said, Lottie, this this big shakeup happened. And, I, you know, I don't expect you to be, like, intimately knowledgeable of, of her career. But just knowing the things I just said, what's your take on this? Oh, uh, man. I knew something. If she is the re- main reason why the VFX has been not very well because she took over right around what 2019 was she yeah they they upped her that but she's been actually in charge of vfx for 10 plus years for a while now but now she became like one of the bosses you know what i mean and around that time that is when we started seeing a dip you know and the vfx and cgi and man i mean you know i never will say it's a good thing that somebody lost their job i'm never that yay i'm more of like the man you know it's like hey if they had to make this move for things to get better i'm all for it but the only thing that I will say is that don't fire her and then nothing changes. Well, yeah. You know what I mean? And I don't even think it's fired. They probably said, hey, we just, we want you to resign because we're, you know, we're, we're trying to get everything together. Part of this is on you, but we're not going to fire you. We just give you an opportunity to just like be demoted or whatever. And she probably just moved on. Like she's quite rich. Trust when I say, as an executive yeah. producer on these movies, she's rich, and she's she's extremely experienced. She is going to find another job very quickly. Like yeah. she literally has on her resume, MCU, and that's all she needs, right? So it's not like she she's no one cry for her. Um, but I wanted to read you a, a couple of tweets, or some tweets, about this situation. And also just to just say that if you, you know, if you suspected that she, you know, was actually responsible or had, you know, some something to do with the bad, kind of the bad uh, reputation the MCU or Marvel has with VFX, you know, houses and the overwork and all that other stuff. According to these, not just these uh, tweets from this person, Chris Lee, but also from the Hollywood Reporter article, there seems to be some truth to that. Um, So I'm just going to read them. Um, uh, He says, uh, so many VFX sources have told me Victoria Alonso was singularly responsible for Marvel's toxic work environment. Uh, A kingmaker who rewarded unquestioning fealty with an avalanche of work but who also maintained the blacklist that kept FX pros wild-eyed with fear. Uh, quote, the main one that everyone's quite scared of is Victoria Alonso, another tech said. If she likes you, you're going to get work and you're going to move up in the industry. If, she, if you have pissed her off in any way, you're going to get frozen out. So, and I mean, like, it sounds to me, and, you know, 
like this isn't just a you know oh man vfx have been really sucking and someone's head has to roll but it's more of a no you are actually you know you are actually the problem you know the overwork and everything like that is kind of on you you know you're you're setting the task and the people have you know have a problem and here's another thing that i want to note bob Iger. let me tell you my understanding of him is he's he's the guy he makes good with the creators right he may he has good relationships with actors with producers with directors and i'm going to assume with the vfx you know the heads of vfx studios right he likes everyone he wants everyone to just like you know to all be working in the same direction but also to no one to be disgruntled about the process and mm-hmm. you notice one thing about uh two things you know something that happened when he stepped down and bob, bob chapek stepped up is it coincided with the mcu's output dramatically increasing right and it also coincided with all of these rumblings about the vfx houses and how marvel was sucking up all of the ta- you know all of the workload and paying shit and demanding a lot of shit and basically everyone's having a horrible time working for them it's i mean i don't think that's coincidental that he's not on the he's not running the show when all of this is going down and so it feels like this is very much a you know you're part you're the problem and we're besides pausing and everything we're going to get somebody else in here that isn't doesn't have bad or blood with other people who we need to make our movies that feels like that to me Uh so just i mean i was so i was so damn surprised to see this like i don't know how you felt about it but i know victoria alonso i know that name i know what it means I know that this is literally there's all there's two other people you can mention in Kevin Feige in the same sentence as Kevin Feige and it's her and uh it's Louis Desposito. And I could not believe that she was gone. It's crazy. I mean, there's other stuff about it too, but like they are not like they really are in a you know, clean clean house reset mode at marvel if that's what's going on if somebody that high up can essentially be given their walking papers it's crazy dude it's crazy <laughs> i don't know a lot i mean lottie i don't feel like i'm over exaggerating that no i mean i when because let's just be honest let's just let's just let's just say it but because we already talked about it but we're gonna say it again um Ant-Man Quantumania was a failure. Yeah. They spent a lot of money onto that movie. And to see it do as bad as it did, man, somebody. There, I felt like, yeah, somebody is going to have to, is going to have to uh, own up to what happened. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Yep, and I mean, like I said, she—I mean, she's definitely one of the people that was making decisions. But like, that's a—that's a problem. I think that can be addressed. You know, stories whether or not they hit with people—that's one thing. But the VFX, 
that's definitely a workload and technical problem. And if she's the if she's part of the problem, you can get rid of her. It's just that yeah. easy. So I don't know. I Lottie, do you think that this is the signal that there's more shit like this coming down the line, like very soon? I mean, probably. If they moved on from her, I can definitely see see them moving on from more people because, I mean, I said that is quantum mania not doing as well. I think it's something that not a lot of people are talking about, and I mean, and I mean it like quantum mania not doing well is one of those things that is like it's the it's how you introduce your villain there's gonna be a lot of confused people man they have a lot of work to do if they want secret wars and if they want king dynasty and secret wars to do as like and like and like i won't even say endgame well avengers well they got some work to do yeah yeah and it looks like they started so (laughs) Well, anyway, um, I think that's all of our news. Uh, uh, yeah, that is all of our news. So, anyway, um, what did you guys think about uh, everything we're talking about? Did we miss some things? Did we get some things wrong? Do you agree with us? Uh, whatever you're thinking, get down there into the comments section and leave your thoughts there. Of course, you can always hit us up, supernotfunnyshow at gmail.com. And while you're down there, do us a favor. Hit the like button on this video, uh, this podcast. Uh, Also, hit the subscribe button so you can join the channel and uh, notification bell. So uh, it'll let you know when we drop new content. Of course, we got podcasts, we got reviews, all that good stuff. And of course, I can't do this by myself. Uh, My good friend Lottie uh, gives us all his insight uh, into comic books and superheroes. So Lottie, uh, where can they reach you on social media? Oh, you can always find me on my uh, Instagram and uh, my Instagram, which is Anukinihun. It's A-N-U-K-I-N-I-H-U-N. Again, it's A-N-U-K-I-N-I-H-U-N. And of course, my YouTube channel, which is Kinihun25. I'm actually currently working on a new video for Instagram. It's been a while since I made a video. It's about time I started working on a new one. But keep an eye out for that, guys, uh, as well. Resident Evil comes out very soon. I put my video of me playing it and it's getting quite a few laughs because the chain the uh the AI the chainsaw is a lot better than the old game and there's a couple of times he cut me off and almost killed me. But if you want to see all that, go to my YouTube channel and laugh at me at my expense. Yeah, well <laughs> I I must say I would recommend that. And make sure you make sure you keep on being like, you died again. Did you? <laughs> you <died again? laughs> I I do that sometimes, uh, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, you guys, this is can you believe it? The ninety fourth episode of the Supercast. Thanks all you guys for joining us. I uh, really appreciate that. Come back next week. We actually will talk about. Uh, we will talk about Shazam too, and uh, among many other things. So come back and join us then. Till then, I've been Mode Poupe, your resident fabricant and comedy extraordinaire on all things pop culture, joined by the anime expert, video game designer, and lover of all things superhero, 
my good friend Lottie. And we'll see you guys on the other side of the thread. Peace. Peace. Thank mm-hmm. you.